Hey, it's Big Joe for your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, Absolute Comfort. Chris Wedekin is the owner, and he tells us why many homeowners are giving up their air conditioners for a high-efficiency heat pump. By removing your air conditioner and replacing it with a heat pump, you are not only saving by getting a higher-efficiency air conditioner, the heat pump works in reverse and saves you money in the wintertime as well. See if a heat pump is the right move for you by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Hammer and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall on 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Rob Kendall from the Kendall and Casey Show here to go off the rails. What's up, Rob? Uh, thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. It's hilarious. Hammer and I had a little uh, bet on the. I, was, I guess we didn't make a bet. We just did the over-under on how soon Biden would mention <laughs> Paul Pelosi's attacker and try to tie into the Republicans last night at his speech. At, uh, what was that, Union Station there in Washington, D.C.? I thought that was a, a hilarious place to have a speech, by the way, just filled with bums and just an empty <laughs> A beautiful building, and now it's just empty. Um, but I heard your segment today, a little bit after eleven o'clock. We had a pretty good rant on how on how yeah, that was the whole point of this speech was to tie this this hippie illegal alien <laughs> to the Republicans in January sixth. Yeah, because when you think Republican base voter, don't you think nudist hippie BLM flag flying guy from from San Francisco? Yeah, right. exactly. they've got a lot in common with yeah. the folks that you know vote for Trump. So the Democrats have nothing to offer society. They know to steal a phrase from Pitbull, they're about to go down. They're yelling timber. I think Real, uh, Real Clear Politics now has Republicans with 54 seats in the Senate. Who knows if that's going to hold or not? But the fact is, the Democrats have done nothing to better society. In many ways, they've made it infinitely worse. And they know voters are really honked off about it. So what do you what do you have to offer in that speech? Well, the only thing you have to peddle is fear, and the fear is well. If you vote for Republicans, well, it's going to be like Paul Pelosi in January 6th every single day. I thought it was telling last night, and Nigel, we talked about this earlier, not one single network, we're not talking about the cable networks, not one regular network decided to air this. Because they could have spun it as, well, maybe he's going to address political violence and try to tone down the temperature of the country. We need to stop all this. Not one network aired that last night. Well, but what are are they going to air? The last time they did this, it was a disaster. Disaster yeah. when he had the V for Vendetta background <laughs> yeah. with the the blood red background the speech from hell. Yeah, he, he is a terrible messenger. Anytime he talks, you know, it is just highly, high, it highly, highly works in the favor of the Republicans. And they, what are they going to talk about? They can't talk about the economy. They can't talk about the price of things. They can't talk about interest rates. They could they, at least try and lie, though. Like, don't you think he should at least go up there and try to lie as opposed to not even bringing up fentanyl or the economy or inflation? The problem is, though, the things he would have to lie about, and we saw this with Afghanistan. And if you remember last year, Afghanistan is really when people started to turn against him. When people see it right in front of their face you can't spin your way out of it in that case man it was colossal damage and 13 americans dead you can't spin your way out of that he tried it came off really bad you can't spin your way out of what people pay at the grocery store you can't spin your way out of what people pay at the gas pump and when you try to do it it just makes people more mad and and speaking of, of political violence and you know he's trying to 
anti uh, the Paul Pelosi attacker to Republicans in January 6th. I I was in and out of the speech. I was chasing kids around. Rob, tell me I missed the part. Did he? I mean, he obviously he mentioned Judge Kavanaugh's assassination attempt and no. you know the teenager that no. was killed no. all because of his uh, Republican no. beliefs. By I, I'm sure I'm assuming that was all Nigel, mentioned. Nigel, right? we all know political violence is wholly one sided. <laughs> I come on now, but the, but again, this also fails because okay, so the guy who attacked Pelosi is clearly not a Republican or a conservative. So right now it's still summer of 2020 and almost every major metropolitan city in the country being ransacked by leftist lunatics versus January 6th. That, the, that's the tale of the tape here. It but is, Rob, The View told me that nothing happened in the summer of 2020. There were no Antifa riots. Yes, and Malik Muhammad was a, was a dairy farmer. Yes, that's absolutely <laughs> correct. All accurate information, Hammer. <laughs> and I, I just thought it was ironic that, you know, this whole speech was, look, if you vote for Republicans, you're actually voting for the party of dictatorship and the party of authoritarianism says the people telling you who to vote for. Yeah, well again, it's not it's not working. People are it's going not. people are going to vote for Republicans. Now nothing's going to change once the Republicans get in there, but that's just what we do in this country. We just ping pong back and forth. People have had enough of Biden. He's not going to be the Democrat nominee for president. I would be shocked if 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 he doesn't uh, almost immediately after the midterms find a way to weasel his way out of this and he's done. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's Gavin Newsom, sure right? Is. It's yeah, Gavin absolutely. Newsom and it's Pete Buttigieg. Yep. Those are the two faces that the Democrats will try to hitch their wagon to. Yeah, and the, and why I think it's going to be Newsom, one is he's a governor and and executives, even if you're running the most lunatic left state in the country, usually have some sort of default advantage. He's also more lunatic-y than Buttigieg, so even though he's a white straight man, He's lunaticky enough that the Democrats, I think, will coalesce behind him. And he gets the money. Sure. He gets those Hollywood dollars. He's sure. got all of his buddies like Magic Johnson that will be willing to put big bucks into his campaign. I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty pumped for a Ron DeSantis versus Gavin Newsom presidential race. I, I kind of like that. I think that'll be a lot of fun. You don't think it's going to be Trump? No, 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 no. I, I, I think Ron DeSantis is going to win by double digits in Florida, which is the prize key swing state. He has registered so many new Republicans. He's getting so many independents. It is going to be a made-for case. Trump is probably going to get indicted, and I think there's going to be enough people that are going to be like, dude, we we liked Trump. We liked what he had to offer, but we want to win, and DeSantis is a winner. Can DeSantis beat Trump in a primary? Because there are, and we talk about this a lot, folks that are just loyal to Donald Trump. They felt like he got a raw deal from his time in office, and when they ransacked his house, they thought, you know what? Screw you, people. That's still my guy. He can win if there's... It depends on how many goobers get in this race. And by that, I mean, if you've got 10 guys on the stage, and they're yeah. all pulling five percent the chris christie's or whoever the pompeo's then they can take off enough where trump can do just like he did in 2016 and win with 30 percent of the vote but i don't think that's going to happen i think what you're going to see is a coalition of 
people like me and, you know, I, I don't know who you guys like or support, but I'm just throwing you in here, who who were Trump supporters who are saying, dude, you had your chance. You behave like a squirrel. We want to win. You can't coalition build. We're going with the guy who can do it. And I weirdly think those people, people like us, will be able to coalition build along with some some more establishment figures who may not even like DeSantis, but they say, if it's DeSantis v. Trump, give me DeSantis every single time. And do you think the, uh, I mean, it's definitely a referendum. A red wave is a referendum on the Biden administration. And I think some Democrats would be happy to see a red wave so they can get rid of Biden in 2024 and wash their hands of him. And at the same time, simultaneously blame Republicans for the for uh, the shape the economy is in for the next two years. Yeah, people need to understand this. And I realize it's probably not going to change anybody's vote. But the Republican Party victory that is coming has nothing to do with the Republicans. They have no vision. Can you guys tell me what the Republican platform is? Elect us and we will. We're not the Democrats. Yeah, right. I mean, so, so that's the campaign. They're not going to stop the spending. They're not going to get these executive orders removed. They're not going to shut down the government to force Biden's hand, which is what you'd have to do. You're, so go ahead and vote for them. It's whatever. But your life is not going to change. I do feel a little more optimistic that... A Republican government could at least do something at the border, as opposed to just saying, come on in, uh, we got candy on the left, we've got some drinks over here. <laughs> yeah, but the only time they ever did anything about the border was when Trump was president. How many times under Bush did they do anything about the border? The, the Republicans are not your friends. To steal a phrase from South Park, they're not your buddy guy. Has the party changed, though, since Bush? No, 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 no. they're not the base of the party. Not the people in charge. Look at who's going to be in charge. Mitch McConnell... And Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy is John Boehner. He is Paul Ryan, Einhorn and Finkel. Finkel and Einhorn. It's the same guy. And we are not, we all know what Mitch McConnell is. He's good on judges and sucks it about everything else. My number one concern, and here's why I want the Republicans to win. Here's the difference I think they could make, Rob, is energy output. Pro-energy policies in this country. Again, I heard you talking about it on your show earlier this morning. But you can sign whatever you want or you can pass whatever you want. Biden will veto it. You're not going to get anything done because the Republicans will not do the thing they have to do, which is cut off the money. They can do whatever they they could do, whatever they want to do. They will not do whatever they, they they need to do because they have no track record of doing it. And Republicans like spending money just like Democrats. They just like giving it to different special interests. All right. I want to take a little time out here. And can you come back for one more segment? Only if we can talk about Diego Morales. And your Euchre partner, Governor Holcomb. Oh, great. All right, we'll be right back. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Hammer's here. We're going off the rails with Rob Kendall here for another segment. Uh, Earlier this week, uh, the GOP frontrunner for Secretary of State Diego Morales does his interview with our morning show guy, Tony Katz. (laughs) And he asked him about why, you know, like, why didn't he show up for that debate? And uh, Diego totally gaslighted Tony and the rest of his constituency. He was like... What debate are you talking about? What is there a debate? I have no idea there is a debate. Um, your general thoughts? Oh uh, well, there is no Hammer and Nigel show. <laughs> there is no Harrison Silcox doing the news. These uh, aren't the George you're looking for. I am not here at Forty Monument Circle. I mean, th- this guy is a pathological liar. I've been telling you about this guy for six months now, and this is why all the stuff that's happened to him, you can't give him the benefit of the doubt on. He was fired by Todd Rokita's office as of Secretary of State. He was about to be fired by Charlie White's office when he was Secretary of State before he quit. There are major holes in his military record. We have no idea how this guy earns a living. We have no idea what he does for a job. He didn't spend $44,000 on a campaign car. 
everything about this guy is is shady and he just adds on to it when he lies about something so blatantly obvious which was there was a debate so there's a news story that came out today from the Indy Star and yeah. James Briggs about his voting history. Yeah, so this is really bad. So Diego bought a house in Marion County in 2016, which he took a homestead tax credit on. Every Hoosier who buys a house has a right to do that, but that's your primary residence. You take that on your primary residence. So in 2018, which just coincidentally was when he was running for Congress and I don't believe his home in 2016 that he bought was in the district that he wanted to run for. He votes and says, I live in Plainfield. Well, we got a big problem here because you're supposed to vote where your homestead credit is at. That's why it's called a homestead credit, the homestead. It's where you live, your primary residence. So one of two things, I guess, happened. You're a person of the law can clarify if I'm wrong. Either he didn't vote in the right place, which is a huge no-no, or he took a homestead credit where he wasn't supposed to, which is also a huge no-no. Everyone's innocent until proven guilty, but this is a huge deal because it's very reminiscent of what took out Charlie White uh, when he was Secretary of State. How many people uh, actually care about the Secretary of State race? I mean, I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying, Rob, and, and I know you don't like the guy, and there's definitely some problems with Diego Morales's campaign, but I think there's probably more people in Central Indy concerned with, I don't know, the, the uh, prosecutor's race, Cindy Carrasco and Ryan Mears. Why, why should people be paying attention to um, maybe some of the issues that you're talking about statewide here? Because the Secretary of State is the second most important office next to the governor in the state. They can everything from business licensure to elections and all points in between. Everybody's been focused on the election stuff, right? Yeah. And the fact, the idea that a guy who's all about election integrity may have voted illegally speaks for itself. <laughs> but the number one thing the Secretary of State does, for, for my opinion, based on the history of the state, is business licensure. And Eric Holcomb was allowed to shut the state down in 2020 because Connie Lawson just went along with it and said, okay. Had Connie Lawson come out and said, you can do whatever you want, Lockdown McGee. I'm not revoking business licenses if people choose to stay open that would have made it much easier for people who wanted to be bold and wanted to keep earning a living there there is no way diego morales would ever stand up to eric holcomb and we all know eric holcomb would not think twice about shutting the state down again speaking of one eric holcomb He's not here. Oh, He's over in Egypt oh, yeah. right now speaking at a climate change uh-huh. event what? where he's the keynote speaker, yes. Rob. Yes, because when you think climate change, you think <laughs> of longtime meteoro- meteorologist slash professional weatherman Eric Holcomb. <laughs> this guy, he's uh, Casey had the stat this morning. He's been out of the country, not out of the state, out of the country 14 times since he's been governor. For a guy who wanted to be the governor of Indiana, he appears to want to be everywhere but Indiana, and he loves to leave this country. I say stay over there. Just stay <laughs> over there in Egypt. Give him a job at the pyramids. We'll all be better off. Did he hitch a ride with Frank and Carrie, <laughs> the uh, climate czar? Well, and I love you this idea. <laughs> he's getting on a plane to fly to Egypt which will use more fuel and have a bigger footprint than I'll have in this yeah. entire year to talk about climate change. This guy has this biz- this guy being Holcomb has this bizarre fetish 
with getting out of this country and trying to bring foreign companies to this state while not giving a damn about people in this state. These workers that are going to come here won't be bettering Hoosier workers. They won't be from here. They'll be pulling people from other countries and other states. Think about us for once! <laughs> I feel like I haven't even seen Holcomb for a while, man. I got crime through the roof here in Marion County, and I have not seen hide nor hair of high-tax Holcomb. Eric Holcomb is an elitist snob, and as such, he does not care about you. That's why he called you a human Petri dish. He cares about his foreign and his elitist buddies, and that's why he's hobnobbing with John Kerry over in Egypt rather than working for you. What's coming up on the show tomorrow? Well, like we said, it appears that it could be a good day for Republicans next Tuesday, including now Oz ahead in a new poll over Fetterman. He is off the rails. He's Rob Kendall. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.